and welcome to Love Changes Everything podcast. I'm your host, Donna Murado, licensed marriage and family therapist, faith formation coordinator, and youth minister. Today, we're going to talk about trauma and how it affects us and what we can do to heal. Many life events affect us, and we don't even realize it. Sometimes we forget, we push the memories back in our minds, or sometimes we use coping skills such as drinking, drugging, pornography, or any other type of addiction. In our society today, a lot of treatments for these issues are either talk therapy, individual, group, medication, and so forth. These are great, but they're not long-lasting, and society does not factor in the spiritual piece to healing. It just looks at the physical and not the spiritual. We need to invite God into our healing because God made us. We're both soul and body. They're both connected. The spirit of the person is the innermost part of someone. It's our emotions. It's how we experience joy uh, when we feel depressed and so forth, fear, all of the um, emotions. The soul is the life of the person. It's who we are. It's our personality, our intellect, our will, and what we choose, good or bad. So what affects our spirit can affect our bodies. So for example, if we get physically sick, of course, it could be a medical reason, but there could be also something underneath that. When I did the alpha program with somebody, she said that after she was having tremendous back pain and after she forgave somebody, her back pain went away. So these can really affect us. There's other things that can happen, such as fibromyalgia, high blood pressure, GI issues, and so forth. I myself suffered many years from GI issues, so I'm very familiar of how our physical bodies are affected by our spiritual and emotional health. So what is trauma? There's also big trauma and little trauma. So Trauma is an experience that overwhelms our thoughts, emotions, and our bodies. And some examples are the following. Being verbally or emotionally abused, yelling, screaming at somebody, but not just um, hearing it or, or being yelled at or so forth, but just being in the environment can have an effect. Uh, if there's name calling, swearing, being told that you're no good, you're a mistake. Or why couldn't you be like your brother or sister? Being physically or sexually abused is another trauma. One of the major ways that trauma can have an impact on us is the effect it has on our bodies. So not only being hit or physically hit, um, but also witnessing somebody being hit, um, domestic violence or bullying is also another one. Being neglected as a child, not having enough food, water, shelter, being homeless, emotional needs not met. John Bowlby, who was a psychologist, said that the attachment runs from the cradle to the grave. So how our parents and caregivers treated us when we were kids really affects us as we grow up and our relationships in the present moment. Um, And also another example is being in an accident, car accident, plane crash, or a natural disaster, being physically attacked, assaulted, raped, um, bullied. I think I mentioned that earlier. Exposure to school violence, community violence, having a serious illness, medical trauma, terrorism, 
having to leave home unexpectedly, uh, being in war, fighting in war, witnesses, witness somebody being killed or witnessing a suicide. So all of these are examples of trauma. And when I mentioned earlier about big trauma, little trauma, so big trauma is something that happens over and over again, continuously, like uh, every day, every week. Um, and it's it goes on for a long period of time. Little trauma is something not as serious. It's maybe like one event. Um, it could be like a car accident or something like that. So that's more of like a little trauma. So when these things happen to us, we are in a different reality and our view on the world and how we react changes. We look at things differently and it becomes skewed because what happens not only trauma affects our physical bodies, but it affects our nervous system. So if you ever heard of that term, uh, fight or flight response, your brain is still trying to calm down and trying to either survive well, it wants to survive. That's what it wants to do. Your nervous system is in like that survival mode. So if you hear um, a loud noise or somebody yelling at you and you get into like a huge argument, you can either flee, like run away, um, which is the flight response or fight uh, or try to like defend yourself. And that's where like some people can get into physical violence and hitting other people. So that's the, the fighting response. So there's different um, trauma responses, um, and they are as follows. So there's defending, um, which is yelling, lashing out at someone, shaming, bullying, scolding, becoming defensive, push and pull behaviors, and violating boundaries. So that's defending. That's a defending um, trauma response. Avoidance is another trauma response, and this is where you pretend um, that events didn't occur. It's denial. It's avoiding intimacy and avoiding relationships. A lot of people who say like 9-11 um, didn't happen, um, that's an avoidance trauma response because it's so horrific. They don't really want to know. Um, it's their body's way of trying to cope with that trauma. Another one is disassociation, which is being physically present, but you're mentally gone. You're not there mentally. Um, it's confusion over what exactly happened. It's kind of feeling out of that body sensation. Um, and then there's also people pleasing. You want to make people happy. So you say yes to everything. Um, it's denying your needs in favor of somebody else. It's ena enabling harmful behavior and lack of boundaries. So that's another trauma response. And then one more is self-shaming which is punishing, harming, shaming ourselves like a controlling parent figure. Um, this includes self-harm, substance abuse, addictions, and impulsive behaviors. So when we engage in any of these behaviors, it means that we have not fully healed. And another thing that can happen um, that shows that we have not fully healed is a psychological term called transference and projection. So transference is something that can happen in the present moment. But what it is, is that you're it's a reoccurring event from the past, which is in the present. There's a really good book um, that I used to recommend to many of my clients, which is called When the Past is Present. It's by David Ricco. And in that book, he explains a lot about transference and how what we go through in the present moment um, is a it's, it's a reoccurrence. 
So for example, say if you don't get along with your boss and you argue a lot and you come home and you complain, you're like, oh, I can't have, I can't stand another day with him. And he's really annoying. He's aggravating me. It's actually something reminds you of your boss from the past. So it could be somebody, maybe a mom or dad figure or an aunt and uncle. Somebody reminds you um, of somebody and it could be unforgiveness. Maybe you need to forgive that person. And so when that wound is not healed, it's still open. And the situations of the day-to-day interactions uh, can remind you of somebody from that past. So that wound needs still needs to be healed. Now, we can also project our baggage and wounds from the past also onto God. It's not just in people uh, of everyday life, but also onto God. And sometimes people may think that, well, God has abandoned us. He's not a good father. He's not treating me correctly. Uh, He's out to get me, watching every move. This is not the case. This is projection. And again, it's a wound from our past. And God is a very good, good father. Those are the lies of the devil. He doesn't want us to believe that God is a good father. So he plants those lies um, in our heads. So projection and transference, it's subconscious. And we're not really aware of this until we unpack the baggage. So on how to unpack the baggage, um, therapy is one, one good way, uh, tool, to help. Um, it's good to talk to somebody about it. Somebody's professionally trained. Um, you can also talk to a pastor as well. Um, you can also talk to a friend. Um, the one thing you don't want to do is to keep it inside because if you keep it inside, um, like I mentioned earlier, it gets pushed back in our minds and then we start to cope, um, with negative behaviors and it, and the wound just doesn't heal. So we talked about trauma. Um, and how our past can affect us. But how do we heal from this? Like I mentioned um, before, medication and therapy can help. But there's also something new in the mental health field that's um, coming to light. And it's called healing the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve is the longest nerve from the brain to the heart and to the stomach to the liver. It goes from the brain to the gut. And part of the nervous system um, that it affects, well, it affects all of, all of the organs. Um, And when we have a weak vagus nerve, it can be hard to regulate emotions. But when we have a strong vagus nerve, we can have better emotional stability. So you're probably wondering, well, how do I heal this? What do I do about this vagus nerve? Well, there are a lot of different things um, that you could do to heal it. Um, but just to let you know what it does, um, the nerve works tirelessly to control inflammation. So the function that it has, it triggers a chemical that uh, the, controls the muscles, it dilates blood vessels, and slows the heart rate. So scientists have linked dysfunction of the vagus nerve to obesity, chronic inflammation, depression, anxiety, seizures, and fainting, and GI issues. So that is why a lot of people have a lot of these um, physical issues is because of the um, vagus nerve, the, the trauma which affects the nervous system. So what you can do to help it, um, there's a few things. Uh, for one, you can gargle, gargling water. Um, there's breath work, taking deep breaths, 
um, you can look that up online. There is a, a website called rewiretherapy.org that um, um, explains all of the breath work and exercises you can do. Laughter is another one. Taking fish oils, fasting, sunlight. Exposure to sun is very helpful. Singing also helps. Taking cold showers, getting a massage, aromatherapy, listening to calming music, and meditation. So all of these are great in healing this vagus nerve. So uh, these are great, but also what is long-lasting, like I mentioned before, is inviting God into our healing. So how do we do this? How do we invite God into our healing? Well, one is the relationship with him. So he made us and he knows what's best for us. And Jesus gave us the tools to heal. So another way to heal is through the sacraments of the Catholic Church. Uh, that is through the Eucharist, uh, which is the true presence of Jesus. Confession, which is a sacrament of reconciliation, where we confess our sins to a priest. And also the anointing of the sick, which is um, the priest is the only one who could do that. Um, and that is used with the chrism oils. And another way to heal is also through Unbound Ministry. Um, I'm going to have another podcast on Unbound and what that is. But basically, Unbound Ministry is deliverance prayer. And it's renouncing things in the name of Jesus. Um, but five things have to, um, have to happen in order to be free. So like, for example, if you had, um, if you can think of a door and it had five locks, well, you have to unlock five of those in order for the door to be open. So like the first door, I mean, the first lock would be example, repentance and faith. So you have to repent of your sins and have faith um, that Jesus can heal you. The second is to forgive, to go through all of the people that you need to forgive. The third part is renouncing um, all of the spirits such as, you know, anxiety, fear, and so forth. Um, after that is taking authority where a per person, the person who interviews you, leads you through um, taking authority on um, all of the stuff that you renounced. And the fifth key is the Father's blessing, where the person is blessing you through God the Father. It's God the Father speaking through that person. And again, if you want any um, information on Unbound, I will have a future podcast on that. And there is a uh, prayer team in Chicopee, Massachusetts, which I am a part of, um, called Mary's House of Prayer, that prays with people um, in Unbound. So love can heal all wounds. When we receive love from our significant other, our families, this is healing. Just like we have a relationship with people in our lives, God also wants this relationship with us. So his love heals. Like I mentioned before, God is a very good, good father, and he wants to help us. He wants to heal us. You know, Jesus, when he was here over 2,000 years ago on this earth, Yes, he came to open the gates of heaven to save humanity by dying on the cross. But he did a lot of healing, um, a lot. Um, and it's a lot of that can be in, um, you can find it in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke. For example, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, 
Jesus was going through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Then we hear in Mark chapter 3, verse 10, For he had healed many, with the result that all those who had afflictions pressed around him in order to touch him. So again, these are tools. Jesus gave us tools to use um, after he left the earth. And at the Last Supper, he instituted the priesthood. And when he broke the bread and shared it with the disciples, he said, you know, take this in remembrance of me. That was the institution of the Eucharist. That is the Eucharist that we receive every Sunday or even every day um, at the Catholic Mass. So, yes, the sacraments can heal us because they are Jesus. It's God's grace living in us. It's his life force in us. So the more we have of that, the more we can get through our difficulties, our traumas, our um, whatever we're going through. So again, just to review, healing, uh, healing the vagus nerve. There are a lot of different um, things that we can do to help with that. That website is rewiretherapy.org. Um, also pay attention to transference, uh, projection. The book that I mentioned was when the past is present. Um, and also the sacraments also heal us as well. And if you have any questions, um, comments, I can be reached at moradodonna8 at gmail.com or you can message me on my website, which is youarelovedministry.com. This has been Love Changes Everything podcast. Have a great day.